0: I love your own resume's description of what you do as CEO. (laughs) You write, (laughs) I built this. (laughs) There's an exclamation point from an idea in my head to a real live breathing machine that employs (laughs) over 40 women and four lucky men in a true social enterprise based in both New Delhi and Chicago. Can you take us into... A typical day for you, Teresa, either a typical day for you working outside of Delhi and then a day when you're there. Sure, so when I'm outside of Delhi, one of the first
1: things I do is talk to my team. So I'm either talking to my team in the United States, so I've got a production manager, I've got a marketing manager, we've got the finance, and then in India, I've got production and then finance and logistics. So typically, the first thing I do when I wake up is india's ending their day so i want to see what's going on what's gone on what's been the progress overnight does anyone need anything from me but while i still work in the business with managing some orders my main focus is really on making sure my team has what they need and you asked me what my favorite favorite part of the work is and i said you know really working with the women but my second favorite part of the work is working with my managers and helping them oversee their teams and become better at what they're doing, so you know I, I I adore my team like I said, my managers in India I worked with them for seven years each, and I'm really invested in in their growth and I feel like they they experience that sense of ownership over like okay they they know that their voice matters and that they can influence what happens so typically I'm talking to them then I'm either talking to prospective clients about work we can do for them. Or I'm pitching in on some existing orders that maybe we're having some challenges with, or maybe the team needs some extra support on like communicating to clients about what's going on. So I'm really there for my team. And then sprinkled in between might be conversations with a prospective investor. That's something that we recently started looking into or looking into a special, like a project with a consultant on more ethical fibers and deepening the different possibilities available for our fabrics. So it really runs the gamut. And that's part of the fun of it.
0: Did you ever think that you would become an expert on textiles? No, no, not at all.
1: Not at all. Because for me, I came from like a macroeconomic, you know, like women's women, you know, supporting women through getting money in their hands kind of initiative. You know, I, I like to... I like to shop like the rest of them, but, but maybe not actually. For me, the, the clothing and what we make is really a means to an end. And it's important because the whole machine has to work. The system of work shelter does not work if we don't get orders and if we don't get revenue. You know, there's no way to pay the women if we, don't get, if we don't get orders. And so it's an essential part of the work. But for me, my passion is really about the, the individual stakeholders that we work with.
0: Absolutely. How has COVID affected your business and bottom line? I listened to another podcast interview you gave, I guess, earlier in 2020, and you said that you had only had to lay off one person and that was yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
1: That is true. I'm really proud to say that we grew during the pandemic. We increased our sales. Even though we were closed, we were under lockdown for two full months in India. And, you know, as you can imagine, business disappeared. I cannot believe that we grew. But I think it's a testament to how consciousness around ethical production, around conscious consumption, around, you know, engaging more deeply with the material world that we experience every day is really becoming more important for folks. And so, you know, that's part of it. It's also a testament to the work that my team did. I talked earlier about the promotional product space and the designer space. The promotional product space is largely built on events. And the, you know, clearly there have not been many in-person events at all. And so I think we saw an 80% decline in that space in, in revenue, but it was all picked up by the designer business. And so during the early years of work culture we weren't actually able to make complex sewn items. But every year we just kept pushing and pushing and we just got a little bit better and a little bit better and we put, invested more into training. And so you know when the promotional products business disappeared, we actually had all of these skills that we were able to bring into the designer business. So that that really that really helped us Get through.
0: I'm so glad to hear that. And please remind me, because my brother-in-law and my sister, my brother-in-law owns the business. Well, I should say he's the CEO. He actually just sold it at the beginning of 2020, but he owns a promotional marketing company, big one. And sure. my sister is a vice president there. So we'll have to get work shelter connected. Plan. <laughs> Very good plan.